Welcome to another edition of the 1% Better Podcast with your host, Rob O'Donoghue. Hey guys, just another quick intro to this week's episode of 1% Better of the 864 variety, the one that's 15 or so minutes long. It's with a podcaster, a very well-known global podcaster called John Lee Dumas. He's an entrepreneur. He has his own podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire, which he's released over a couple of thousand episodes now. He's done very well for himself. He has a website and he's very transparent on his earnings, which is an interesting discussion point on the show lot of insights from this one and i'd be interested to hear what your take is on it as always please do like rate review subscribe and tell others about the podcast we'll be back next week with another full episode of one percent better but till then enjoy this one with john lee dumas thanks so much and good luck This is the 864 Podcast from Rob of the Green, providing you with some insights, ideas, and actionable takeaways in just 864 seconds or 1% of your day with the explicit goal of making you get a little better, even if it's just 1%. Here's your host, Rob O'Donohue. Brilliant. So so the 864, we're we're straight into it. The clock is ticking. My egg timer is going down as we speak, so it, it puts the urgency on me. Johnny, you're you're a podcaster. Uh, you, you seven days a week you release shows with entrepreneurs. I guess one of the first questions I'd love to get an answer from is around the most common traits you see in entrepreneurs. Maybe the ones that are successful, but the ones you talk to, what what stands out with them? They know how to focus. Simple, simple word: focus. They follow one course until success. I mean, I can tell you. The 99% of people out there that don't have the success that they want is because they let themselves get distracted by the stupid stuff, by the TVs, by commuting, by going and buying dumb stuff and traveling to dumb places. Like the people who are the top 1% of success are those that just cut out all the fat, all the distraction, and they focus. They follow one course until success. Very good. And and a nice little uh, segue into the 1% piece there again. So thanks for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say that th- three, maybe three, four, five insights, learnings, lessons or advice that would stand out from the thousands of uh, entrepreneurs you have interviewed? Um, you know, I would say number one is be a person of value. Don't be a person that chases success. I mean, it's an Albert Einstein quote where it really just hit me on the head that I was chasing success for a really, really long time. But when I just flipped it on his head and said, you know, I'm just going to be a person of value. I'm just going to provide value. That that really changed everything. So try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. Another big one for me is um, if you want to be do like literally it's that simple like I wanted to be a podcaster you know I can't I could have pontificated my life away about podcasting and read all about it and researched and watched videos or I could have actually pulled out a microphone and started podcasting and I'm glad that I did the latter because there's only one way to get good at something and that's to actually do that thing like Stop thinking that like you need to be good before you start because that's impossible. That's the definition of trying something new is you're going to be bad at it at first. You know, you weren't born with these skills. Like, you know, you've had to learn how to do everything. You've got to learn how to crawl before you walk. You know, you've got to learn how to sit up before you crawl. I mean, it's just like the progress of life, essentially. 
So to me, that's, that's huge as well. And I would say the last thing would be, you know, do things that don't scale. Like everybody in this world just wants to find ways to go viral and to scale and to leverage your face off. Have one-on-one conversations with meaningful people that are part of your world, that are listening to your content, that are consuming your content, that are your listeners, your fans, your audience, and ask them, you know, ask them how they found out about you so you can amplify what's working. Ask them what they like about your stuff. What do they not like about your stuff so you can get some honest feedback there. And then ask them what they're struggling with so that you can create the solution for their struggles in the form of a product or a service or a community. Brilliant. And I I think we exchanged emails a while back uh, around negative feedback. And I think, uh, I think you had sent out a note after getting... Um, some negative feedback yeah hit or email or whatever (laughs) those people that don't do anything just send those emails rather than actually doing the work and putting themselves out there how do you deal with those sort of uh comments negative feedback what's the uh general suppose response to that honestly it's empathy i mean there's a simple quote that is so true and that's hurt people hurt people And that's Mm. the reality is that the people that are out there spewing negativity, man, they're screwed up. Man, they are hurt inside. They are broken. And I have empathy for them because, man, listen, I've achieved so much. I have so much success. You know, I've built a lifestyle that I love. I've surrounded myself with people that I love. You know, life is great. Is life perfect? No. I got crappy moments too. Like, am I perfect? No. I do a bunch of dumb stuff and there's a lot of things that are annoying about me and my personality. I'm far from perfect, but you know, I've achieved a great lifestyle and my definition of what a great lifestyle is. And I'm really happy and confident in that. And so when I see people spewing negativity in the world, I walk away from them. When somebody comes at me with something negative, I feel empathy for them because they're hurt and they're broken. You know, they got stuff going on and it's really sad because they're living their one life and they're living it all wrong Mm. yeah no definitely uh, I can feel your empathy there for sure Um, another question I had which I when I when I discovered you and started following you online I was taken by your website and how public you are about your your earnings and your annual you know your seven figures and you know highly successful so absolute congratulations to there you know, publishing your monthly counter of what your earnings are, I thought was a novel or a different way of doing it. What was the thinking behind that? Full transparency. Just, you know, I think that there's a lot of people that say a lot of things in this world. And, you know, there's some some trust issues out there, and understandably so, because there are some charlatans out there. You know, there are the Bernie Madoffs of the world, you know, that are just crooks and robbers and thieves and you know, that's a, that's a, that's just a fact. It's a sad reality in the world. And so I knew that when I was seeing people like Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income sharing his income report and being a great guy because I knew him and being a great family man and just being a good person and mm-hmm. inspiring people through that, I said, you know, if I ever get to the place where I'm actually generating revenue that matters, I want to actually help people as well. Like I want to be an inspiration of showing them what works. And then at the same time, what doesn't work? Because we share our mistakes as well. You know, we bring on our CPA every single month to talk about a tax tip. We bring on our lawyer every other month to talk about a legal tip. Mm. So, you know, we really have a lot of things that we do um, when it comes to 
our income reports to add a lot of value to the world. And it's not just like, oh, look how much money we made. It's partly that. But it's also look at the mistakes that we made and look at some advice that we have for you as well. Like, let's make this a really well-rounded, um, valuable report that people can really learn a lot from. Yeah, no, I like it. And uh, the transparency piece is, is great. And I suppose some people might take a put on that then, oh, look, he's showing off how much he's earning. But obviously from talking to you, it's it's genuine and you want to, it's an inspiring thing, I would imagine as well, right? Can show people it can be done. That's the hope. That's the goal. And, you know, people that are going to look down upon it and speak negatively upon it. Again, that just goes back to I have empathy for them, man. You know, yeah. they're broke. They're hurting. Very true. You mentioned mistakes. We all make them. Uh, met a few today, I think, already. Uh, <laughs> what's the biggest one you've ever made that stands out and maybe on the flip side of probably the one you've learned most from maybe? You know, I'd say the biggest mistake um, that I'm proud of is, you know, I'd say shutting down things that, you know, were working, but just weren't working to the level that, you know, was bringing the kind of ROI, the return on investment that I needed them to do to, to continue to do it. But then, you know, having the courage to still shut it down, even though they were bringing in revenue and bringing in money and, and doing good things. Because, um, you know, when it, comes down to it, you know, they were mistakes because we launched, you know, a product here or a product there that didn't do as well as we wanted it to do. You know, it did okay. So we kept it going, hoping that it would turn around or hoping that it would increase. Mm. And it was just taking time. It would take, it was taking energy. It was taking bandwidth. And we could just be taking that time, energy and bandwidth back and doing other things with it, which I think is, um, you know, something that's really important for people to really be self-critical and self-judgmental on how they're spending their time and is this the best use of it very good of all the guests you've interviewed is there one or two that stand out from your perspective during those interviews that you just took something really impactful away from you know there's just a lot of people that i've interviewed that i've just gotten a lot of great things from you know i interviewed damon john fairly recently about the power of broke and I'm such a big believer in that. Like, I feel the biggest, you know, shame in this world. And again, this is one man's opinion. <laughs> so, you know, I encourage people to have their own opinions 100%. But the reality is, is, you know, you hear parents say, I gave my kid every advantage. I put them in the best schools and they never want for anything. That's not always a great thing, and usually, in my opinion, that's actually uh, setting them up for failure. Because where where are they struggling? You know, where are they actually having to 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 be challenged? Like if they're having everything spoon fed to them, if they're just you know not having to to really deal with failure and and struggle through that at a young age, like what kind of adult is that creating and you know damon john really talked about that in the power of broke about how you know he just learns the incredible power of the hustle and of failing but of getting back up and trying again because he had to put food on the table and make it happen you know i mean how many kids have had to live through actually putting food on the table like not many especially in the united states and you know frankly that can make people soft and a lot of times it does make people soft i mean i am so blessed that my dad, albeit a very well-off man in and of his own right, you know, he has his own practice as a lawyer, did really well. And, you know, he could have, you know, written me a big check or, or paved the way for me, but, you know, he made me earn it and that made me hungry and that made me want to prove myself. And then I got to be honest, 
there's nothing more satisfying than saying, man, I am successful because I am successful. Like, because I built this, because I grinded and worked. And that to me, there's just, there's nothing to be more prideful of than just making it on your own. Yeah. A very good one. Do you ever feel, and probably I know the answer, but it's not something I'd imagine happens, you get complacent. Do you ever think, now I've made it and I, I'm I'm done? What is it that drives you forward always? No, actually, I'll throw you for a loop here because I actually do feel like I get complacent sometimes, you know, okay. I, that... Sometimes things come a little easily to me because I've been able to, you know, have a land grab and get some momentum and build up authority and influence. And now things, and you know, come a little easier and doors open, you know, without me even having to ask. And all these opportunities are coming my way. And I'm just like, man, like, you know, I don't really necessarily need to get up and just grind all day every day and you know I don't need to just like sweat it out for every penny and dollar that comes in the door anymore because I have all these passive revenue streams that are happening and you know I, frankly I just don't have that you know never ending Gary Vaynerchuk drive of you know just more 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 you know jets 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 mm. you know like make it make it happen all the way and so I do find myself getting complacent and, you know, that's when I really find myself saying, you know what, it's time to, to really surround myself with others, you know, that I kind of consider in my peer group, you know, like the, the Lewis Howes, the Pat Flynn's, the Amy Porterfields of the world and, and really look at what they're doing and seeing, you know, what's ticking for them and what they're cranking on to kind of get some inspiration to keep my, you know, motor going in the right direction. But you know, it's easy to get complacent, you know, when you've kind of quote unquote made it and, you know, you've got you know, seven plus figures in the bank and, you know, you're just sitting pretty and money's coming left and right, hand over fist, you know, you just say, you know, hey, maybe it is time for a break. And, you know, I think that everything is is ebb and flow in life. And, you know, maybe this is just kind of one of my ebbs right now. And, and I'm totally fine with that. But, you know, there's going to come a time where I f- have that next thing that I just want to go all in on. And I look forward to doing that. I'm sure the ebb is probably not that much of an ebb either, though. So uh, that's all relative. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. Kate, Kate's like, you know, John, your ebb is like not like most people's ebbs. <laughs> I'll take your ebb. Do you want to swap ebbs for a week or two? That's okay. Um, believe it or not, we're down to the last 45 seconds on my timer. And oh, wow. I really appreciate your, your 15 minutes here. A couple of quick ones. Do you have a favorite saying or phrase that you believe in or kind of live by? Totally. It's that Albert Einstein quote. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. Okay. That's a nice one. I, I like it. I'll, uh, I'll take that on board. And maybe just, if you give me a random number between 1 and 50, I'll give you a random question. 29. Number 29. Oh, when you think of success, who jumps into mind? Huh, you know, I'm just going to be honest. That Tony Robbins jumped into my mind. I don't know why, okay. um, because I don't necessarily like look up to him or want to be him or anything, but he just impacted so many people. Um, he's inspired a lot of people and, you know, he's far from perfect as anybody is in this world, but sure. I feel like he is doing what he wants to be doing in this world. And that's to me is a form of success. Brilliant. Excellent. Look, the time is up. We've done our, uh, eight, six, four. I really appreciate that time you've given over to me today, uh, John Lee. I hope you have a, a great rest of day and uh, I look forward to putting this out there and getting lots of good feedback, I'm sure. Oh, thanks, Rob. I enjoyed spending 864 seconds with you, brother. Take care. <laughs> have a good one. Thanks a lot. 
So this is the outro of the podcast, guys. You got to the end, and that is great. Please hang in here for another couple of minutes. I know most people won't, but maybe there's something here of interest. So check this out. First off, thanks so much for listening to this one, as well as maybe the hundred or so that's gone before it. Why not check them out if you haven't already? There's lots of good stuff in there. The whole podcasting journey for me has been a huge learning, and I'm trying to help you guys learn and improve as well. So much has changed over the last few years since I started it. I've really realized lots of the goals that I put out there and then realized so many unexpected benefits as well. And I think anytime you take on action towards a goal, you're going to pick up lots of things that you didn't expect along the way. And hopefully they're good things. In this particular episode, was there any one or two things that jumped out? Maybe you could take a pen and paper out right now because this is something that you might think of during the episode but never do. Do it now. Take it out. Write down a goal that you're going to set yourself as a result of something you learned from this episode. Put a plan in place and then work towards it. Applying yourself deliberately over time. Take ownership. Build a habit. Improve. Get 1% better. Share accountability with somebody you know in a buddy system and learn and grow and improve. That's what it's all about. That's my hopefully inspirational piece done other areas to note check out the website robofthegreen.ie you can consume everything there for free there is obviously the podcast there's video one minute monday clips there's articles Uh, not enough but i'd like to put more there if you're interested in putting one there let me know and there's a get better app page which i'm starting to add new content to over time there's a feedback page if you want to email me rob at robofthegreen.ie instead but it's all about trying to engage you and get you to a place of improvement so i'm open to feedback as i said ways you can help me is by following me on the socials at robofthegreen.ie is the website or at robofthegreen on all the social platforms subscribe to the podcast on any of the apps that you might listen to it on talk about it tell a friend about it tell your family members about it share some of the ideas not only to your friends but to me is there anything i can improve upon sign up to the newsletter that's there as well i'm experimenting again with a group called slack rob of the green on slack this is really for a shared accountability environment and sharing ideas you can sign up to that on the website as well all of this is obviously all free but there is also an option where you could subscribe to my patreon site and make a small donation for the content that we do it's there it's totally up to you everything that is coming in through that or could come in through that will go into making the podcast better so to close i am always trying to improve and get better change is difficult i know that but it's all about taking the first step learning something applying yourself moving forward you can do this i've been able to improve pushing myself outside the comfort zone learning and i think if i can do it so can you don't overreach don't set yourself unrealistic goals one percent at a time is enough but it's all about starting and that will bring you on your pursuit of betterness to a great place. Thanks for sticking to the very end. Talk to you next time and take care. Good luck.